The Pirates have added to their rotation this offseason with Martin Perez and Marco Gonzalez. But can one or both of them return to their past form in Pittsburgh? You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back, everybody, to the Locked On Pirates podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team, your Pittsburgh Pirates every day. By the way, a fresh new Pirates hat for your host, Ethan Smith, who's bringing you your analysis, reactions, opinions, and everything else under the world of the Pittsburgh Pirates. This episode, of course, is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. We'll be talking about them a little bit later today, and we're continuing the 2024 player preview series on today's episode. We talked about Mitch Keller on yesterday's show, and you know, kind of the whole thing with the rotation starts with Mitch Keller. He is the guy. He's going to continue to be the guy moving forward for now. Obviously, you're still hoping that a contract extension gets done so that he can continue to be the guy. But right now, for all intents and purposes, Mitch Keller is the ace of this Pittsburgh Pirates staff. Now we start talking about the rest of the rotation. And that's where things can get a little bit shaky for this Pittsburgh Pirates team. But they have went out and acquired two starters in the offseason this year already in Martin Perez and Marco Gonzalez. And although very different careers and very different, like not pitchers very differently, they are very similar pitchers, but just being different people and just having different career trajectories, they do seem to have a very similar path to Pittsburgh at least over the last couple of years. And when I say that, I want to take a rewind to 2022. Now, 2022 for a lot of Pirates fans was a year to forget. It was the uh, third or second straight 100 loss season. If the uh, COVID season would have been full, it would have been three. A lot of stuff in Pittsburgh just wasn't going all that great uh, for all intents and purposes. But for Martin Perez and Marco Gonzalez, things were going pretty well in the year 2022. And I think it's good practice to go back to 2022, a season where each of these pitchers were pretty strong. You start off with Marco Gonzalez, who was a guy who had a 4.14 ERA and 32 starts. He was one of baseball's most consistent pitchers that year. Perez, meanwhile, was an AL Cy Young candidate for much of that season as well, posting a 2.89 ERA and 32 starts for the Rangers. But then you go to 2023, and it was a much different story for both of these guys, although their stories were different. They both can look back on 2023 and kind of wish that things went a little bit differently. And Perez was pushed back in the new rotation. The Rangers had built, obviously, with Jacob deGrom, who didn't pitch all that much. But then you had Jordan Montgomery, Nathan Eovaldi, and a lot of the other uh, players that were acquired in Texas that led to that World Series. And Perez only saw 20 starts last year, and he got some bullpen work. He was in 32 games again, but he only saw 20 starts while having a 4-4-5 ERA. Not the worst ERA in the world, not the best either. Marco Gonzalez, meanwhile, saw only 10 starts due to injury, something we'll speak about later on the show, something that I've written about on Steel City Pirates. And he only pitched 50 innings of work after having 183 in 2022. So now that the Pirates have both of these lefties and that, you know, they're here, 
They are Pittsburgh Pirates. They're going to be in the rotation. You know that they're going to have to be in the rotation based off of what the Pirates are dealing with right now with the injuries to Johan Oviedo and the question marks surrounding Quinn Priester, Rolandi Contreras, Luis Ortiz, and then some of these prospects not being ready yet. But can they turn back the clock a little bit, I think, is the biggest question that you have to ask when you're talking about Marco Gonzalez and Martin Perez. And you start with Gonzalez, and I do think it is a bit tougher to assume that due to his injury concern uh, and the fact that it could become an issue at any moment, I think makes it a little bit harder and tougher to say that he can just turn the clock back at the snap of a finger. But he has shown in the past, that he can be a very strong pitcher at the major league level. You look at Gonzalez's career, if you want to look at his baseball card, and you want to look at his career, he has four campaigns under his belt with 25 starts or more. And that, I mean, you go look at his statistics from 2018 to 2022, and he was one of baseball's most consistent pitchers just because he was getting tons of innings, tons of starts, and his ERA was relatively in the high threes or low fours for most of that time. He also has a 200 plus inning season under his belt from 2019, which to me is arguably his best campaign overall, but I'm not expecting him to throw 200 innings for the Pittsburgh Pirates anymore five years later. And for Gonzalez, again, health will be the biggest thing with him. And that's going to be the biggest issue, which is worrisome for any pitcher to have health concerns. But if he stays healthy, he's shown he can be a consistent innings eater and offer you strong outings. And when he's healthy and when he's been healthy, he's been good. He has been a strong pitcher everywhere he's been from Seattle to um, St. Louis to even his short time in Atlanta. Atlanta Braves legend Marco Gonzalez, who did not even pitch there at all. It's just a joke. And we'll see if that translates to Pittsburgh for him with everything that he has done before, if he can stay healthy. And I think it can, again, it's really just a matter of the health at this point. That's really what I think is the biggest thing for Marco Gonzalez. Now for Perez, his situation was massively different to Marco Gonzalez, seeing as his play declined a bit and the Rangers had a loaded pitching staff. And really, I don't think it was really much of his play declining that much. It was just there were better options in that rotation in the playoffs and in the regular season. And that's not to say that Perez wasn't still a big part of what the Rangers did last year because he still performed pretty well. It was just in less work than he's used to performing in. Now, I'd also say Perez is the more likely of these two to perform well, because again, not even two years ago, he was an AL Cy Young candidate. And I also think that his spot in the rotation, much like Gonzalez, is already set. And you're looking at a guy who, yeah, I mean, it's going to be difficult for him to match his production from 2022. And his 2023 would have been a solid one for the Pittsburgh Pirates because they had half a pitching staff at one point with Mitch Keller and Johan Oviedo. Now one of those guys isn't even there anymore. And with his workload definitely increasing, I think we can all agree that he's going to probably start uh, a lot more often than he throws bullpen in Pittsburgh. I would expect him to potentially be somewhere like around his career 4-4-4 ERA, maybe lower, and pitch plenty of innings. That's what he's going to do. His offerings are still great. Another thing we'll speak about in the next segment, and it's hard for me personally to look at a guy like Martin Perez and his production and say he can't turn back the clock because, again, they've shown both players, not even just Perez, have shown that they can be productive. They didn't just do it to the same degree that they have for different reasons last year, 
But I could see the arguments for why or why they can't return to their 2022 forms in some capacity. But I do think the pros outweigh the cons here in terms of what these guys are going to offer the Pirates in the rotation. And if they do as well, improve back to close to their past forms, which could be one of the most important things for the Pirates' success this year, then the rotation will be better off, obviously. And it will make the entire team better as well. And it will make the rotation a whole lot easier to navigate. And when you're talking about these two guys as well, and you're talking about a player preview series, there's expectations with these guys. And you know that there's going to be expectations for Perez and Gonzalez because there has to be with the roster that they currently have and the rotation they currently have. And when we come back here in just a moment, we're going to talk about Martin Perez's expectations here on today's episode of Locked on Pirates. But before we do that, folks, we're going to talk about eBay Motors. Millions of parts for your MVP, and you can win every time with parts that fit your ride at eBay Motors because passion, drive, and patience are what brings home the winning trophy and is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for, and with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers, but check out eBay Motors now. And folks, also... Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. And folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pirates podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team, your Pittsburgh Pirates every day. And we're going to jump right into expectations for Martin Perez. Now, obviously, in the first segment, we were talking a little bit about some of the expectations with these guys, but I do want to go a little bit deeper here and talk about both of these guys in depth and, you know, kind of discuss what we're going to be getting from Martin Perez and Marco Gonzalez. And we've discussed the potential of Perez and Gonzalez returning to their 22 uh, form. But let's discuss expectations. And Perez, again, as I said before, I think of these two is going to have a little bit heavier expectations just because I think his success more recently um, is going to just push that on him. And I would expect he will be the number two starter in the rotation, although numbers and rotations are really just formalities at this point. Unless you're the ace and you know you're number one, that's really all it is. But he reverted a bit 
on his advanced metrics from 2022 to 2023. And it was very interesting when I was uh, researching this about Perez because I did not realize how just drastically different his metrics were from 2022 to 2023. But last season, he became a plus breaking ball pitcher rather than the 99th percentile fastball run value pitcher he was in 2022. His breaking run value was his best value last year at plus three, while the fastball sat at zero, so it wasn't like a negative pitch. It was just something that was not near as productive as it was the year prior, and his off-speed value sat at a lowly minus eight. We'll get to that in a moment. And he doesn't miss many bats either. Uh, He does elicit... um, Pretty low whiff rates across his career. Last year, uh, his whiff rate was 17.2%. But he does one thing well that helped him, uh, that could help him in Pittsburgh and helped him in Texas, which is elicit ground balls. That's what Martin Perez is going to do. He's going to make sure that he gets the ground ball rate and he's going to miss barrels and he's going to make sure that his defense behind him can do the work for him. Last year, he ranked in the 71st percentile in ground ball rate and the 74th percentile in barrel rate. So although he doesn't miss many bats, he knows how to let the guys behind him do the work. And that's something that we've seen already with guys like Tyler Anderson and Rich Hill and Jose Quintana. His five-pitch offering as well for Perez um, has a pretty good consistency to it um, and good consistency about it, offering a sinker, changeup, and cutter more than 20% of the time for each pitch. Obviously, the sinker, changeup, and cutter are going to be the three pitches that he's going to try to throw more often than not because he rarely throws his slider and curveball. He throws them, he threw them a combined 5% of the time last year. So those aren't exactly pitches that you're really going to see Perez use too much, and that's really why that breaking ball run value was just so low. He just doesn't really use uh, many breaking pitches that often. And one of the things that you would like to see from Perez this year, I think, is you would like to see the K rate increase back to where it was in 2022 when it was a 20.6% strikeout rate. Uh, while at um, it was 15.3 last year, so a pretty considerable dip in what he uh, was doing in 2022. But you also look at this uh, type of pitcher and this archetype of a pitcher, and he's never particularly been and is never really going to particularly be a strikeout pitcher. That's just not what Martin Perez is going, going to be. That's not what Marco Gonzalez is going to be. But, you know, he's a soft-tossing lefty who definitely works on the weak contact basis, but 20.6% was his career high in strikeout rate and a cause for celebration from him that season. So you would like to see that return at least marginally close to it. I'd say 18% is probably where we could sit Marco or uh, Martin Perez in this uh, scenario. And you also look at a guy also that I mentioned already is a, t- a soft tossing lefty who misses a lot of barrels and he's never allowed an average exit velocity above 89.6 miles per hour while his hard hit percentage has never been above 40%. So Martin Perez, folks, this is all stuff that I like because these are things that you can go across his career, find patterns, figure out what type of pitcher he is, and you're going to know exactly who he is. This is what Martin Perez does, and it's what's worked for him his entire career. It's really relying on the sinker, the changeup, and the cutter. He's going to elicit ground balls. He's going to miss barrels. He's not going to give up much hard contact. That's just what he's going to do. Now, I do think his sinker will decide a lot of the expectations that we are going to have on him, in all honesty, like it has for most of his career. His sinker was his most thrown pitch last year. 
and the year prior. And in both years, he allowed less than a 249 opponent batting average with the pitch. So the sinker is always going to be his calling card. That's going to be the pitch that he's going to want to throw. Now, his changeup and cutter last year took a bit of a step back, hence why some of his numbers took a step back. But if those pitches can return to the form they had in 2022 or close to it, Perez becomes a weapon in the Pirates rotation, folks. I really genuinely think that. Because then you're offering three pitches, which in 2022 were all very good plus pitches for you at a high rate again. Now, as far as I as what I expect um, from Perez, I do think you can expect at the least, at the least, that he will be around his career 4.45 ERA. That's at the least. I think that's what he can definitely do. I think that's very attainable. Excuse me, sorry. And in my, I mean. I don't know. Like at that point, it's really, I just don't think that he can be much worse than that, but I wouldn't put it higher than that either. I don't think he's going to go above that ERA at all. And he has the best potential to be in the middle of, um, I think his, uh, 2022 ERA of 2.89 and his 2023 ERA of a four, four, five, in my opinion, due to the fact that I do think that he's like the Pirates are going to lean into his pitches a lot. I think they're going to like the sinker changeup cutter action. And seeing as his offerings can and have shown to be plus pitches in the past, I think the Pirates defense, which is also a plus when you have one of the best third basemen in all of baseball with you, you have a guy in O'Neill Cruz who has pretty good range. Piguero, Triolo, and Gonzalez can manage second base, and you have decent defense in the outfield, then I think his ERA will be okay. Now I'm not saying that Martin Perez is going to return to being a Cy Young candidate like he was that season. I just don't think that's something you need to expect from him. But returning to a similar workload from 2022, I think, will also no doubt help uh, No doubt help him as well, seeing as he won't be a bullpen option at any point unless things go haywire. Now, if the rotation all of a sudden just gets loaded with talent and Perez isn't really performing all that well and they don't want to trade him, then yeah, put him in the bullpen. I think he'd be a great bullpen arm for the Pittsburgh Pirates, but he's going to be a starter to begin the season and going in all likelihood be a starter for the entirety of his time in Pittsburgh, however long that may be. And you folks also know this. I've wanted Perez from the beginning of the offseason. Whenever it was happened, I was like, yes, I wanted Martin Perez from the beginning of the offseason. He's a guy who's won before. He's been very productive. And even in a down year last year, he was still relatively solid. It wasn't like he had an awful season. He just was pushed back due to better pitching options in the rotation. And he was still a mid fours ERA guy. And last year for the pirates, that would have been a dream come true for a lot of what we saw outside of Mitch Keller and Johan Oviedo. And the pirates have also just done well in past seasons, revitalizing careers for veteran lefties. And I'm pretty sure and pretty confident that I think Perez will be added to that list by the end of 2024. I just really do. I think he's the kind of pitcher again, you know what you're getting from him. You know he's going to be a solid pitcher. You know he's going to elicit ground balls and get guys to hit weak contact. And the guy's won before. He's shown you what he can do before. And that's why I think Perez and his expectations should be hefty because he's had lofty expectations before. He's going to have them again. But we'll get into that right after I break down Marco Gonzalez's uh, expectations. 
And we'll kind of talk about that at the end of the show about why I think their expectations should both be lofty. But before we talk about Marco Gonzalez and his expectations, folks, let's talk about FanDuel. Folks, FanDuel Sportsbook is your place to do all of your sports betting on Super Bowl Sunday because happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. You know, I still think the over is going to be great. The game is great. The food's great. The commercials are always awesome. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or even three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers can join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports book partner of the NFL and an official sponsor of the LockedOn Podcast Network. And welcome to the third and final segment of today's episode of LockedOn Pirates. Everyone, thank you always for tuning in to the Locked on Pirates podcast, especially this final segment every single day. You guys are the absolute best. Now, when you talk about Marco Gonzalez, I wrote a lengthy piece on Marco Gonzalez for Steel City Pirates discussing why he could be a gem for the Pirates while also discussing the injury history and stuff like that that we're going to have to talk about because obviously I spoke on the injury from last year and its concerns in that piece if you want to go read it. Concerns, I'm sure the team, will take into account because, duh, <laughs> with every pitch that he throws this year. And his expectations, I think, sadly, are dictated by his health. And the Pirates know that. But assuming he stays healthy, Gonzalez can and likely will be a strong option in this rotation as well, much like Perez. Because just like Perez, Gonzalez was a plus-breaking pitcher at one value last year with his high highest value coming from his off-speed offerings at two. His fastball run value was a negative 10, but he threw the pitch 37% of the time, and his changeup and curveball weren't very far behind that percentage at 30 and 24%. So you would obviously like to see improvements from the fastball, but his off-speed stuff and his breaking stuff with that changeup and curveball, folks, is going to be nasty. It is a phenomenal little duo of pitches that he has. Now, he does uh, particularly well eliciting a high chase rate, something that uh, Martin Perez doesn't really do all that much. Last season, he ranked in the 81st percentile with a 31.8% chase rate, which is very good. You like to see that as well. But, you know, he doesn't strike out a ton of hitters either. Him and Perez have that in common. And he doesn't miss a ton of bats either, but he also does very good at not allowing hard contact. He, uh, as evidence last season, Gonzalez allowed a 36.8% hard, uh, hard hit rate last year. Very good. 2022 and 2023 showed that. And with, it, uh, with his average exit velocity being much better in 2022, that's kind of why his season was better. But when he's healthy, folks, Marco Gonzalez, you know what you're getting. You're getting a guy that can elicit a little bit of chase rates. He's not going to allow hard contact. He's also going to elicit some ground balls, much like Martin Perez. He's not going to have the, uh, the high strikeout numbers either just because he is a soft-tossing lefty. They both are. So you know what you're getting from these guys, especially if they stay healthy. But 
for Gonzalez to truly shine, folks, I think it does start with the curveball, which seems to be his best pitch. I think that's really what you're going to be looking for in Marco Gonzalez. That's the pitch that you're going to have eyeballs on all the time. In 2022, he allowed a 275 opponent batting average uh, with the curveball, and that ballooned up to a 294 last season. But let's remember also, folks, that last year was not a full campaign for him. So obviously, a lot of his numbers are going to be inflated in 2023. So keep that in mind as well. And his changeup is his second most thrown pitch the past two seasons and has also been a plus pitch for him as well, allowing a 263 opponent batting average or less the last two years. And I think it's pretty clear based off of me saying all this where Marco Gonzalez's success is going to come from. If he elicits high chase rates, ground ball rates, and can throw his off-speeds offering, uh, offerings well, he's going to be just fine. And that's what you can expect from him to do. And his career 414 ERA showcases how solid that he's been since he was a first-rounder in 2013 you can go look at his baseball card and just see that Marco Gonzalez has been a solid pitcher throughout his entire career, especially when he stayed healthy. And again, before the injury, you can argue that he was one of the most consistent pitchers in all of baseball. I mean, again, he has a campaign where he threw over 200 innings. He has four different campaigns where he's had 25 or more starts. And the injury has to be brought up when you're discussing this, but from an optimistic mindset, which you guys know I usually have, if he stays healthy, folks, he's going to be a good option in the rotation before he's a bad one. And I've seen people have their thoughts on this move and say, well, his you know, he's not going to be that great and the injury is too concerning and blah, blah, blah. But look at what he's done. That's really what I want to urge with everyone about Marco Gonzalez and Martin Perez is that they have a track record of being consistent starters at the MLB level over the course of seasons, not over the course of months. These guys have multiple different seasons, folks, where they have done very, very good on the mound. And that's something that you have to be proud of because the beauty of Perez and Gonzalez as well, much like what we've seen in the past with Tyler Anderson, Jose Quintana, and Rich Hill, is that we know exactly who these pitchers are and what they're going to offer and who they'll be. We know exactly what pitches they throw. We know exactly what their offerings are going to be. We know what their strikeout pitches are. We know exactly what kind of pitchers they're going to be. We know they're going to want to get ground balls. We know they're going to want to try to get chase rates. They're going to use their offerings well. This is just who these pitchers are going to be. And the biggest takeaway I think you can have right now about Martin Perez and Marco Gonzalez seeing as I still expect the Pirates to add one more starter, is that it's very important that they do try to clock back, uh, turn the clock back, and go back to their 2022 form. Not only for themselves, because, I mean, yeah, you'll make the whole thing that they'll just get traded at the deadline or whatever, which is possible, but not going to talk about that right now. But for the success of the team as well, I think them turning back the clock and at least even being a fraction of what they were in 2022 would just, one, help this rotation immensely, two, would help them immensely, and three, it would take a lot of the pressure off of the Pirates as well to kind of force things in the rotation with the likes of Jared Jones or Luis Ortiz or Quinn Priester or Rowanzi Contreras. And I think it's important that if these guys do have success, even without Johan Oviedo, 
you have Mitch Keller, Martin Perez, and Marco Gonzalez that you can rely on, those other two spots suddenly don't mean as much as they would, say, if Marco Gonzalez or Martin Perez doesn't pan out, which is also always a possibility that you have to keep in mind. And we know that, yeah, they'll have their blow-up starts. Those happen, again, with these archetypes of pitchers, that's just going to happen. But expect Martin Perez and Marco Gonzalez to be solid pitchers at PNC this year because, again, they've shown it and they've done it before. Folks, thank you so much for tuning into the Locked On Pirates podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team, your Pittsburgh Pirates every day. My name is Ethan Smith. You can follow me right there at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked On Pirates for all of your news, analysis, opinions, and reactions to everything going on in the world of the Pittsburgh Pirates. You can also find this podcast on Spotify, Odyssey, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and that notification bell to know when every new episode is coming out. Have a wonderful rest of your Thursday evening, everybody. Enjoy the day. We'll be back tomorrow to talk Quinn Priester, Luis Ortiz, and Rowanzi Contreras as the 2024 player preview series continues. But until then, folks, I'll see you on the flip side.